This podcast was started to discuss meaningful topics and issues from the lens of two Khmeragan sisters and other diverse community leaders. Today's topic is, what will be your legacy? Welcome back to the Two Khmeragan Sisters podcast. My name is Melissa. And I'm Jasmine. We are your co-hosts. And... We are coming towards the end of the third season. These are, you know, our last few episodes. And today we want to talk about what our legacy will be. So, you know, we always talk about how short life is. And we mentioned this in past episodes briefly, but we want to go, we want to like check in with ourselves. Maybe things have changed. And we want you listeners to also think about these questions and reflect on your own. It's been a couple of years since we have been podcasting. And two years, right? Or yeah, I think August 2020. Yeah, August 2020. Yeah. So that was weird been, to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years since we've been podcasters. And we want to take a moment to reflect. And as we near the end of third season, um, I think this is just a good opportunity to talk about this topic. The first thing we want to ask ourselves is what are our proudest accomplishments? With this, do you mean within the past year or just in our whole life? Just in general, your whole life. Yeah, I would say my proudest accomplishment, one of them at least, is getting my master's degree in teaching. Because ever since I was in middle school, Matt always stressed college. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know if many other kids feel that way, but I felt like since middle school, I was planning like, well, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I would get stressed or I would look up stuff on the internet and try to make a list of ideas. It's like, what did I want to do? And I just felt so nervous about making a choice. And I'm glad that my path has led me to become a teacher, to be able to make a positive difference on others and help others. And that was my main driving reason with choosing my career path. So I love being a teacher. And, you know, every profession has its hard parts, but I think the hard parts outweigh anything else. And to be able to build relationships with my students to build up their confidence in many different areas to be someone that they can look up to and ask questions to depend on me. You know, I really get to know them every year and every student is so special to me and yeah, they're just always going to live in my heart. So, and the families are amazing as well. So to be able to be a part of their lives is very rewarding you know, because, because I just always have felt that since I was little, I had a positive personality and to be able to like bring that in the classroom and have my students feel that way and feel calm, you know, like it's just really amazing to Mm. have, to build that classroom culture and, um, to, to know that I'm impacting all these kids every year. So So yeah, that's one of my proudest accomplishments. For my personal accomplishments, I would say it's really rewarding to have my own apartment, you know, to have my own job, to be independent, because being the youngest, I didn't want anyone to have to worry about me as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, as soon as I could work, I did, 
you know, even though it was not that much, but I tried to help Matt with some expenses. As soon as I learned how to drive, I wanted to drive so Matt didn't have to drive me to the community college. Um, so that's something that I always wanted to do, like to be able to be independent and take care of myself and not have anyone worry about me. And then, yeah, I would just say living life. I do have things that I need to work on. You know, I want to travel more and you know, all these things, write my own picture book and stuff. But I would say I'm really content with my life. And if I were to be gone tomorrow, I would say I made an impact on people. And that's like the most, the like most amazing thing you can ask for, you know? And it's a miracle that we were born and we survived, our family survived that, all that they experienced. And then for us to give back to our community, give back is something that I wanna, you know, like, I guess we'll answer that later, but that's a part of my legacy, you know, is giving back to people. Yeah. Making life, making the world a better place than what where we found it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is the most, like, independent I've ever seen you at, like, oh, this yeah. stage of your life. Like, really independent, just really passionate about the work that you do, having your own place, mm-hmm. having, like, a, just a strong relationship to your partner, but also spending a lot of quality time with family and friends like this is a good place yeah this is the best that I've seen you you know (laughs) and it'll only get better oh yeah Yeah. it'll only go up from here yeah from here is buying a house you know I can't wait to buy a house and to travel more Mm -hmm. because life is so short Mm -hmm. and we're seeing that with our grandma you know she's not able to travel anymore so but yeah thank you so much and I'm interested to hear about your part as accomplishments yeah so I have always answered this question the same over the last couple of decades it was always (laughs) it was always I'm like so proud of myself for getting my degrees so proud of myself for getting a house at a young age but those are not my proudest accomplishments my proudest accomplishment in this last few years is just seeing myself become more aware and um, working on building this best version of myself and doing things for myself and not for others. Cause I think I spent a lot of time just trying to do what makes other people happy. That includes, you know, our parents and, and just following what I thought was the right thing to do. But now like I can think for myself and that's kind of a really uncomfortable position to be in because I can't like project what's going to happen in the future. And that I'm a huge planner and I always have things laid out and the, for the first time, I don't know what's going to happen. So I think I'm just really proud of myself for changing my lifestyle and becoming more confident in myself and also focusing on the priorities that are, that mean a lot to, to me. And I can probably say that I've been going to therapy for a year now pretty consistently and it's made me become just so aware of myself and and other people around me that I whenever I come across like a conflict or a situation that normally I would try to run away from or ignore I'm just really being honest with myself and and, you know, setting my boundaries. So I think it's been such a life-changing experience for me in the last few years. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for overcoming these like internal challenges 
and it just feels like I've woken up. And for a long time, I felt like I was just going through the motions, living the day to day, the week to week. And I was kind of like a robot, you know, Yeah. just like getting through every day, just getting through the days. Um, I wasn't really living life, even though it may seem like that from the outside based on my social media. So it's been, yeah, I just felt, feel like I've woken up and I'm really proud of myself for like digging deep and like being uncomfortable in order to grow and heal. Yeah. I'm really proud that you, I mean, it's never too late and you can regret all of those years where you were like that, but what can you do about that? Like you can only move forward. Mm -hmm. So I only wish the best for you. And I think it's a great start of, you know, focusing it in on yourself realizing what kind of people you want in your life, what you're passionate about, what you want to give back to the world. And yeah, just taking, making the most out of life and knowing that time's going and it's not going to wait for you. Mm -hmm. So I think you, you have improved so much in that area because, and it's hard because you were the oldest sister and you had to deal with all these pressures and you had to take care of so many people that you didn't get to get a chance to think about yourself and what you wanted. And I'm glad that you can have this chance to kind of really figure out what you want to do next. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you find someone who um, loves you and pushes you and is on the same mindset. And I know it'll happen. And maybe it might just be that you need to keep focusing on yourself and then that time will come. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited to see what life has in store for you. But but I'm so glad that you're doing this for your health, your mental health. And yeah, I just can't wait to see what you do mm-hmm. with, with having a healthier mindset when it comes to work and just approaching. Yeah. yeah. The last thing that I wanted to do, and I always thought about this ever since high school, I did not want to be one of those people who just revolve their lives around work and mm-hmm. they will work day in, day yeah. out. And before you know it, they're hitting retirement and then they look back. And then they have regrets about their mm-hmm. life. And all they did was just go to work. And I don't want, I don't want to think about that, like on my deathbed, you know, sure. and I've always been so like adventurous. And I would say, I don't know how I became so like structured and such a planner, but I feel like I'm free spirited. Like there's that part there is. in yeah, me inside, that. you know, that I could be living such a completely different life. If yeah. I just let myself go after bound. these dreams and goals, yeah. you know? That makes sense. Yeah, what would you say are your biggest life lessons? We shared a couple, but. Yeah, I know this was mentioned before, so I'm going to try to like. Not talk about something different. <laughs> it's hard not to know what but I haven't said. I, I think I've done such a, like a better job at this, but you just kind of, like when you become more self-aware, then you just know, like people who you don't really vibe with or they're not like on the same same wavelength as you are it's easier to like cut those ties and I'm just realizing how precious my time and energy is so I don't just give it to anyone and I'm like being really good about this to like not waste time on people who drain me mentally and people who don't really add value to my life I want to be surrounded by people who want to be better for themselves and um, also support you. 
I have these group of girlfriends who I met in my leadership program, and we've just been empowering each other, supporting each other. And it makes me really happy that they're, that they feel comfortable enough to share like their passions with me. And also it's just such a good, good vibe, you know, to be around that we're just like pushing each other to be better. And I love that. Yeah. Um, Another lesson that I've learned is that you have the power to change the course of your life. And I'm, maybe I fall into this category of like complaining, but complaining does nothing, right? If you don't take action, then nothing's ever going to happen. And I just realize now I get what Ba meant when he said, time flies, time goes so fast. He always said that every day. Yeah. Like, oh, where's the time go? But now I, <laughs> I'm like reaching my mid thirties and I'm like, wow, Ba was right. You know, each day goes by so fast. And if you're not doing the things that are making you happy, then, you know, it's time for you to change. And I'm, I'm in that stage right now where, okay, where, what do I want to do? I know I've been thinking about this for a couple of years now because it takes time. It's not like going to happen overnight, but just thinking about how I want to spend the next five years, 10 years of my life um, is really up to you. No one's going to do it for you. That's the, you know, another lesson that I've learned is to take risks. Take risks, even though you may be fearful of the unknown, you just never know how your life is going to change. Um, And then my third lesson is to march to the beat of your own drum. Um, I know that's easier said than done. And I'm still learning through this. I sometimes feel lonely because I am not following the conventional path, but it's really important to be surrounded by people who support you. And it, you know, it doesn't hurt to try to find people who are on similar paths as you are. There's all, there's a community for everything. So recently I just started picking up a pair of roller skates and I looked up community groups on Facebook and there's like so many around in my area so I think that you'll always find people who are like you you just have to like make the effort to do your research and put yourself out there so I'm just trying to learn to be okay with choosing to be like my own person you know and not to fall trap into thinking I should be at a certain stage of my life you know at this age yeah Great advice. And this just echoes all of the learnings that we've shared on our podcast through our guests and also just conversating or talking with just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest life lessons would go around confidence. Like throughout my life, I struggled with confidence so much and that allowed me to be taken advantage of, you know, or make me feel like I, you know, wasn't good enough. And just even as a kid until being adult, you know? So I always struggle with confidence. I don't know if Matt and Ba, well, Ba, not, but <laughs> Matt, because <laughs> he loved us no matter what, you know? Yeah. But I don't know how much Matt knew how much I struggle with confidence. And that maybe because they didn't spend enough time with me when I was younger, which I don't blame them at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, it's just interesting because in my relationship, it always comes up. It's like, Jasmine, why are you, 
comparing yourself or mm-hmm. why are you insecure about this thing like my partner and I had to keep talking about that mm-hmm. like especially at the beginning of the relationship too and it's interesting like when you're in a relationship with anybody a friendship mm-hmm. everyone has that inner child and that's just so interesting to me like we're all still that inner child that we were when we were younger yeah so I've, that never I've changes to, yeah so yeah. I've had to deal with the you know insecurities and stuff and I've gotten a lot better with it nowadays. So I would say these are some of my biggest life lessons. First one is you live your life. Like at the end of the day, and I've said this before on the podcast, you are who you sleep with at night. Like mm-hmm. you are in your body. No one should tell you that you should be doing something else or criticizing what you're doing because ultimately it's your choice. And if it's a mistake, then you learn from it. You know, I would rather have people learn through their mistakes, then never try something because someone told them not to do it, you know? And as, as, as I've said before, people told me to not be a teacher, you know, even my family told me that. And, but I did it anyway. And now they realize, you know, how much it has helped me grow. So yeah, you live your life at the end of the day. So make your own choices. And that can be hard for people who are younger, but as you grow older, you'll realize even your parents don't know everything. Like they just try, they just have to, show that they know mm-hmm. what they're doing but honestly everyone in life is trying to figure things out and so yeah you live your life make your own choices another thing is to love yourself and realize what you deserve so that can just mean a lot of different things whether that's a friendship or relationship or at work you know it's important to be kind to yourself because that voice that's talking to you should be one that's encouraging you and not putting you down, you know? And if it helps, maybe you can go to therapy like Melissa, you know, have someone to talk to. Maybe it's a different avenue. Maybe you might go on more walks or Mm -hmm. find a way to kind of be in tune with yourself. Because like I shared before, the shingles thing that happened to me was a wake-up call for me. Because I thought that I was living my passion, but I was actually doing it in an unhealthy way where I was bringing the stress is home and it never stopped. So then my body was on that high alert mode and then it showed on my body and I couldn't even stop it because it was, the damage was already done. Like I had stress Mm -hmm. so much, you know? Um, The third thing is, and actually I might just say that for the next question. So my last biggest lesson would be that joy looks different for everyone. I am at that point in my, I'm 26, almost 27. And I'm seeing some friends get married. Some friends are having babies. Some people are traveling so much. Some people have high paying jobs. Some people move to a different country. You know, some people started businesses. Some people are living in the same hometown. You know, like there's just so many different ways to be joyful. Like some people party and that's their thing. And that's not my thing. You know, like, like I think I, in social media, it makes it easy to compare yourself. But I think the thing that's helped me a lot is finding my joy. Like, okay, I'm not, I don't have a house yet, but I bought my, I have my own apartment that I can afford. You know, like I, I have a profession that I love. I am, I don't have kids yet, but I have students that I grow every day, that I help grow every day. So while I feel like other people might be moving at a different life stage, I try to remind myself, you know, where's my joy in my life? And this is my path. And it's okay 
if it's not the same as other people because it didn't end up that way and that's totally fine you know so I think it's something that I still struggle with but I think it's important to say that joy looks different for everyone and even if you're not at a certain point in your life to find joy in your now like your every day because you know if you plan that you know your dreams and goals will come true but for now today like what can you be happy about what can you do that brings you joy so Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some of my things I wanted to add. Yeah, that's so important to to be happy with where you're at. Because if you're always chasing happiness and looking for happiness elsewhere, you're just going to set yourself up for failure. You're not going to ever be happy. So practice gratitude, maybe turn to journaling to see what are the thoughts that go into my mind every day. And then looking at, you know, what you've written. And ask yourself, would you say those same things to someone you care about? And if they're all negative and you would never say that to, you know, a family or a friend, then that's like your wake up call. Like I need to be kinder to myself. Right. Um, yeah, really great lessons that you shared, Jasmine. Um, our next question is, how has podcasting impacted you? I think the main thing that it has shown me is that my voice matters. I feel like my communication skills has gotten a lot better, like talking about topics and issues, talking about personal things, digging up things from the past. I feel like that has allowed me to open up a lot more. And like, for example, speaking in front of staff meetings, I had no idea that I would be in a position to feel comfortable with that. But because we've been doing podcasting, it's been really natural to just, oh, you just have to be yourself, mm-hmm. have to be clear and concise with your words, <laughs> but also be relatable too. Um, and yes, yeah, so I think it has definitely allowed me to feel more confident in my voice in public speaking. And another thing that it has shown me is that there's just so much to learn from different people. And I'm glad that we started this podcast because it pushed us to learn about our Khmer American community and see the work that is happening um, across our country and even connecting with people in different continents, which is awesome because if not for this podcast, I don't know when, at what point would we have been closer to our Khmer American side. I was kind of interested being a teacher, but the podcast project pushed me even more because I saw the work that other people are doing, the amazing influencers on social media. And yeah, so it's really cool to be part of this, like my American community. And, and thank you to everyone who has listened to our podcast. I have parents that come to come up to me at school, friends and colleagues that come up to me that listen to this. So we hope that any of our like lessons and topics have resonated with you. And it definitely, I guess my last point is, it has definitely brought me closer to you and to Matt and Ba um, and to Ye and Ming because we got to talk about difficult things and we got to learn about new things about each other, even though we thought we knew a lot just living with each other. But the podcast pushed us to talk about different topics mm-hmm. and it brought up new parts of our life that <laughs> we didn't always share. Yeah. Yeah, but how about for you? Yeah, well, I'm really glad that we started the podcast too and that we've gotten a lot closer together and increased our network of connections. 
we also started learning more about our Cambodian roots, like taking the Khmer language lessons, learning a Khmer classical dance, but also got to, to listen to so many different stories uh, that our guests shared on our podcast. That, that has been really cool. And podcasting has made me feel like I can achieve anything if I put my mind to it. I just remember just researching on like how to get started. And then even though I didn't feel ready, like just, I just went for it. And then we just figured things out along the way. So I think that's really cool that what started out as an idea, it turned into this whole concept and then it became reality. And we've been doing it for a couple of years now. (laughs) So I think that's such a a fun um, memory to have and something that will last for hopefully many generations. Our recordings will now be online, available for anyone to um, listen to or if you want to listen to them over again. But I I also bring it up to um, two strangers and... For example, I, you know, went to a doctor's appointment and then shared the podcast with a nurse and I didn't think she would actually listen to it, but she did mm-hmm. and um, gave me feedback like a couple of weeks later that she thought this podcast was amazing and she learned so much um, and she, she was a white nurse too. So okay. I was like, oh, like I didn't think she would want to listen to it, but she, she found it my, very insightful. The same thing happened with my dental assistant too. And he's white as well. Yeah, um, and he was he's actually pretty interested in Cambodia and then I mentioned that we had a podcast and then he listened to it so that's great yeah it's yeah, great. So something that will be a part of us forever right which is so cool um and I've enjoyed all the different opportunities that we got to be a part of all the interviews and speaking opportunities and being able Labs. to facilitate workshops and I do see um, our brand um, continuing to evolve and, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out, but we're, we also want to be cognizant of our, you know, stages in life. And this is a moment for us to just look back, appreciate all the hard work, you know, that's been put into this podcast and the positive impact that we've made on others. So I am very proud of us and it's definitely changed me too. Whenever I call into meetings, it makes me feel like I'm podcasting whenever I yeah, call in into a way. meeting. <laughs> so it's definitely improved my communication skills and made me feel more confident in myself. We've done a lot. We've we have done, done a, lot. a lot. In such a short time, it'll be amazing for our maybe children, grandchildren to hear our voices and hear our you know, grandma in Mountain Pa on there as well. So this was something that really started with us wanting to learn about our family and capture our stories. So I'm glad we've been able to do that. What's the legacy that you like to leave behind? Yeah, so I know we brought this up before and I think mine remains to be the same. In our sad episode. (laughs) In our sad episode. (laughs) I want to be known for living my life to the fullest and creating happy and quality memories with my family and friends, people who I care about. And I want, I want to be like this positive role model, like the cool auntie, you know, (laughs) who like has this amazing life. 
but it's like, is really happy, you know? And um, I just want to continue being that role model and to inspire other people. So I'm, you know, continuing to, to work on that, like stepping outside of my comfort zone, um, doing what makes me happy so that it can also inspire people to like do the same, you know, especially if they're unhappy with where they're at. So I don't know how I'm going to leave this legacy behind um, that I still have to figure out, but that's the person that I want to be known for. And I'm going to continue working on building that life for myself. What about you, Jasmine? First, I would like to publish my first, maybe more picture books. Um, and I actually have an idea in mind. So I think I'll get started on it and see where it takes me. But that's one big thing that I would love to do because if you look at the data for picture books, most of the picture books out there are about animals and not even about, like there's small percentages of children of color that are represented. So to be getting closer to the Khmer American side of us and to be a teacher, I definitely wanna give back by creating my own um, picture book that can honor our family, our culture, um, and that can be used in different classrooms That'd be really amazing. And my whole dream when I was in fourth grade because of Ms. Cochran was to become an author. So I think that'd be a full circle for me. And I think same like you, I want to be known as someone that loved everyone in my life, you know, and wanted to help other people. And it's kind of sad to think about, but if I pass away, you know, I would want my students to think positively about the times that we had together, you know, I want to be that a teacher that they could look upon and smile about, you know, the silly times that we had or knowing that I cared about them a lot, that I, you know, went ab above and beyond to try to reach them, you know, so, so yeah, I'm really happy that I'm a teacher. And so I'm sure I'll have, I don't know how long I'll be teaching for maybe my whole life, but like all those years of the kids and I would, I'm excited to see them at their um, middle school graduations, high school graduations maybe even college graduations and seeing the, the work that they do. And yeah, I think with family, just making the most of the time that we have together, I sometimes think about like, oh, when's our last day? You know, <gasps> what if you, like, if you were to know, I wouldn't want to know, you know? I wouldn't either. And, but I think we've been better at spending more time with family. And for a long time, we were so focused on, working honestly just surviving yeah yeah but with yay getting older definitely want to keep spending time with her and making memories with our family and yeah there's also a lot of work that I would like to do with teaching so I I don't know I'm not gonna say everything but I am interested to push ethnic studies across our district and because I'm doing a lot of work in my own classroom and within my school, I wanna reach even more people to impact more classrooms and more kids and more teachers. And I also have an idea for a project maybe in the future that I can do where I can provide this kind of content for educators who may not have this resource in their schools. Um, so yeah, there's just definitely a lot of things that I'm interested to do 
Um, but yeah, just leaving behind my teaching legacy, maybe a picture book, hopefully. <laughs> and yeah, that'd be cool if it could branch off to something else. But I think I would want at least one picture book. Yeah, to be I'm yeah. gonna be so excited for that day when it oh, comes. Yeah. I'll and be then the just first just to living help. life, living life. You know how people say like what they remember about the person, and I think I just want to know if I impacted someone in a positive way. You know. Oh yeah, I think we both have impacted so many people. So that's something to keep in mind. But moving forward, how do we continue giving back? So that's something for us to figure out ourselves you know it sounds like you already have a couple of projects that you'd like to pursue so you're gonna be really busy <laughs> for the next few years it, it's like not it's like things that I have been wanting to do you know yeah so, so it's really like enriching it's like bucket list items yeah 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 for sure very cool thank you for sharing and thank you listeners for tuning into our episode we want to ask you, you know, to take this time to reflect and answer these questions yourself. What are you most proud of? What is the legacy that you'd like to leave behind? And also, you know, take a moment to celebrate yourself for making it this far. Um, It's really difficult if we're just always, you know, looking towards the next milestone. So we're always going to be, you know, in that chase. So take a moment now to just recognize all of your accomplishments and, you know, give yourself a pat on the back (laughs) because we often don't do this. Um, And we just want to, you know, make an announcement that we just have one more episode left for the season in two weeks and it is bittersweet. We have over 67 episodes. Wow. We want to thank you again for supporting the Two American Sisters podcast. And as always, you can connect with us on social media at Two American Sisters on Instagram or Facebook. And yeah, we look forward to um, speaking to you again. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye, everyone.